first episode in the new studio. For the fans of the show for a while, I guess we tried recording in our old studio. Well, why didn't we end up pursuing it? I think I was gun shy on it. Well, yeah, because we you were, were really gun shy we on it. Everything, but... everything we were talking about was getting canceled. There was not a subject that we were bringing up in those episodes that was not censored. Yeah. Like we started at the beginning of Alec going, there would never be a vaccine mandate. I am not even get a jab myself too. Okay, he's jabbed and now they're mandating it. They're firing people. Like this is legit. And then we had to go through proving that the vax is leaky and doesn't work and yada, yada, yada. But if you're hearing an echo at home, we don't have anything on the walls. Yeah. That's going to be changing within the weeks here. Do you want to explain mm-hmm. the system we're going to do? How with the frames? We're going to create uh, sound panels gotcha. to absorb the the uh, echo more. Uh, we threw a carpet in here for today, and it seemed to help a little bit. But we're just very bare in the room right now, so uh, sound quality should improve as we go. Gotcha. We got Bert back, mixing it up. I don't think he's not invisible on camera, is he? He's not. Well, okay, I think yeah, like his he, arm he, is. He's the invisible man. All right. Yeah. Like, but Bo Snurdly. Is that what Bo used to do? <laughs> he was never on camera, was he? They didn't have camera. Well, he has a dinner there, camera. There, there was the camera on Rush. With yeah. The, with the big golden microphone. But what did Bo do? Was he there? He, sat behind, with... he was just like behind the glass producing. But he could talk yeah. to, and he would come on air sometimes, though. Yeah. That's, but, so, and he was the official Obama uh, criticizer. Yeah. That was one of those. We, did, we never got to talk about that, I guess. So here are these two ditto heads. I had never, I didn't start following Rush until he almost passed away. Bert had been all about Rush from the beginning of me and Bert fighting politics. Was I was hyper left, Bert was super right, and Rush Limbaugh was his politics. And it's like, I never thought I had to listen to Rush because that's why I talked to Bert. And then Craig in high school, it was the same thing. It's always Rush, 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 Rush this. And he does the three hour podcast, so he was easily sound bit. And the only time I was actually hearing him speak was when, like, The Daily Show would chop him up. And it was, I don't know why. It wasn't. You were missing half of the content. <laughs> All of it. You were missing. Yeah. Cause, and you could do that. And that's what I was learning with us is you can do soundbite. Yeah, because really, they do it to Rogan all the time. The longer you talk, the more you joke. Mm-hmm. It's so, so much easier to take it out of context. And when you're going on for three hours talking about current events, you're going to say some things that are you'd rather clean. I mean, I want to make a recommendation to you just in general that like you're more curious. Like I can't tell you how many times there's like like a a story of like oh yeah, Greg totally like knew about this thing but didn't engage with it until he randomly came across it a decade later. It's odd. I I got yeah, it's I, just, I have it's to just like strange. find it myself. It's like one of those things I just do my own research and wander into things. <laughs> Speaking of wandering into things, the diner, um, we're not going to do a diner talk for yet because we don't have Alec in the building. Alec hasn't seen the new studio. He was, no. t- he was taking credit for the work he put into it because he found the table. Cra- he did find the Craig table. Craig bought the table. Alec found the table on Craigslist. That was Alec. It's just a nice table. It's a really solid table. It is a decent table. He did make a good find. Yes. As, as far as staffing goes. It's much better than what we had before. Yes. A lot better. The whole, yeah, Everything. It's a lot easier. It's nice having the mic stands in Except, the middle so like this. Every time you hit the table, it's not bumping. Yeah. You shouldn't be hearing that ricochet that you used to hear before when I, like, smack the microphone. Mm-hmm. We got That's going to be a lot smoother. Um, as far as the diner goes, we kind of fixed our staffing problem. We were having a problem with Tracy before because she was like, is it the phrase vinegar and oil? Two things that don't mix, or is it water and oil? I think it's vinegar and oil. Vinegar and oil. Her and Chris make each other worse. 
So it was like one of those things that all I need as someone to work with is someone who can like be a Chris Whisperer. Somebody who knows how to like talk to him and keep him. He's, you're a typical eccentric chef. And it's like when you get someone who just doesn't gel, it, ooh, was, some mis- it was looking bleak for a while. But we found a couple people that basically what I'm saying is me and Alec cannot be in the building and can still run. I don't know how well, but we have the staffing capacity to do it. We've slowed down a little bit as far as business goes. That was where we were talking last time about trying to be open at night. Mm-hmm. That's We're not anywhere near staffed to that capacity. So that's kind of where we're aiming at. I don't know when or if we're going to get there. Because that would be easier to get our old employees. Well, the only way back. you're going to go night is if you kind of incorporate the high school kids. Again. Yeah, so that, well, that would be Which he had the an abundance goal. of. That, that, well, that was where. So yesterday we went to the Jeanette football game to go see what, which they killed. Talk about crazy. Jeanette, in a lot of ways, the town appears dead. Mm-hmm. That stadium for a team that I think was, was 0-3 sold out. Like, you see all of the people, everyone in town, everyone who owns a business comes out. It's like... You went? It's like, oh, yeah. It was like, we stayed till half. It was like one of those... Thomas Pallone's the head coach. It was 50... It was 50... Nothing. Yeah. At the, at the end of the half. They killed it? Yeah, it was nice. a bit... Oh, I think they lost their first game, though, right? They, they, there's, they've but, been struggling. This was like their game to yeah. bounce back. Mm. They lost... They had players poached by GCC. It's one of those things that every year they lose their three best seniors. And it's like, how good of a team can you be when you raise that player? All your other players get used to Does them. Does GCC let like, kids go there for free or something? They, Is I, that what happens? You, yeah, that's the perk that they offer. I didn't know if they do that, that in high school. That's like a scholarship. Some people. Could I don't argue, really see anything wrong with so, it. Some people could argue. That's legal. Some people yeah. could argue that they're paying people. I'm not saying that. But some people say that GCC pays people extra. It's a scholarship. That's what a, a, a colleges can do. That's what private schools can do. They can well, colleges people, can just do NIL deals they can, now. They, so we could, I think the high school kids can get they paid can't, too, right? No, no. You can't yeah, that pay, one kid just got $5 million to go to, um, I forget you, what you school. Can't, I mean, you can pay college kids, but you can't. I mean, I'm not positive. You can pay the high school kid to come to your school. No. A college can pay a high school kid, but another high school can't pay another high school well, kid to play football for them. That, that's, what I'm, that's what people are accusing GCC of doing. But is there a problem with that? I think that's illegal. Really? Not sure, but pretty sure that's illegal. Bird, I, think, yeah, I think once it gets into high school, it's where... It, it was illegal for college. That just changed recently, which I haven't noticed any deteriorating effects to the game as a result of that. Oh, God, that's a whole... I'm not a big college football guy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure high school kids can get NIL deals now, too. Which I think they should. I remember... Why not? I I won money in the Greensburg Open, but because I wasn't 18, I had to take it as scholarship money, which I didn't even go to college. So it was just a complete waste of my time. Pardon me. I agree. Get the money. Like that was always. On, on the other hand, you're sc- how much scholarship? Crap what happens we is get you screw bowling? you screw whole teams like Jeanette. Like the, the town gets screwed, and that's their main. That's their income. That's their source of pride. That's like their royal event. That's like where all the kings, all the queens, all the all the garches from the little local businesses. Okay. Everyone Pencil- everyone shows out. Everyone dresses Correction. up. Pennsylvania doesn't allow the uh, I, players to monetize. I, God, if, if there's that, quite a few states that do allow the NIL deals for uh, <laughs> high school kids. Imagine Terrell Pryor. I mean, he got in trouble for selling his trophy. Yeah, that's His big guy. scandal was he sold golden pants. A little trophy for like some dinky award that he wanted for a tattoo. Like that. And he got that. You could argue that. I mean, those, those setbacks kept hurting his career. It seemed like every time he was getting back on track, he'd get one of those. Okay, this got to deal with this. Well, but, some were kind of self-inflicted. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, that that's where if you're arguing if he'd been able to legally get money in high school when he was worth it. Well, he should have. Like, everyone yeah. knew he was going to be going pro. It, was, it means ESPN was at Hemfield his senior year. Their ESPN was at uh, Jayhawk Stadium. Or McKee, no, no, McKee they were. <laughs> no, I remember being there because they were. They had the big ass light because Jeanette Stadium doesn't have quite as good lighting. They had the big truck that. I'm I'm fairly certain they did that both. I'm fairly GCC certain. GCC and Hem or GCC and Jeanette at Hemfield they did, and then oh, yeah, he did. did a game. I forget what network it was, but it was one of the ESPN channels. They had him on at Jeanette Stadium. Oh, they actually sent to McKee. Yeah, they had the one, and they, they had like, the big light truck and stuff. All that. Damn. Like Damn. above the stadium, but then it was it was weird. I was I was thinking about like when people watching it, like how small of a town do they think this is when you're watching on TV and there's no bleachers on your screen on one side. Yeah, looking at the non-bleacher side. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's really different. Jeanette's not really set up to have like, home and away have to sit beside each other. I don't know if you've seen. Have you seen? Yeah. They took down half of there. They used to have two sides of bleachers. They took down one half for the school and put a building in this place. So half of the stadium. The middle have school seats. and elementary schools on that side. Which that was, I mean, like, that had been 30 years ago that that happened. 20. 20. 20 2000. Right around that time frame. But no, yeah. no, you might be right. It might have been 90. It was when it was I a was long a, time ago. I was a really It was a long kid. time ago. Like, it was a long time ago. But they, I guess the reason I was bringing up the royalty there, and that's where we, in, during the, now doing pre-show, we got some organization this time. That's a step in the right direction. We got to acknowledge the queen passing away. Um, and that's where I didn't... I don't want to cover it because my underlying stance is we fought the American Revolution, so we don't have to deal with this. On that same note, this is history. She has been, like, when you look at the Queen, she has been there from the Beatles to One Direction. It's like you have, like, from Kissinger to Bojo. Like, she has seen all of the American presidents. And her passing is, it is fascinating because you look at this long-term institution that we found it easy to have a revolution because we were separated by an ocean. Now, what loyalty do the people have to the crown? It's largely symbolic. And the queen was all of the symbolism. Now, is it even really worried, though, in the UK? Or is it, like, all their territory? No, and that's... I mean, I, you I, got, like, Australia. Like, what's stopping Australia it, from just... It, it doesn't mean anything to us to the ex- beyond the... If you look at the way American institutions are losing the faith of the American people. And that you look at the crown as one of the more... On one hand, rock solid. But now that you took away the pillar and you're looking at King Charles... Uh, I don't really. I'm not gonna. King Charles isn't gonna lock me down. You think they would leave the monarchy, or do you think they would? Um, how how just how would the run PM, out of town? How would the MPs, the members of Parliament, figure out how to cast off their own yoke? Can I, the can, I don't know. Russell, can't the people run Ru- them out of town? Russell Brand is currently gonna be the one that leads this charge. He's already like, okay, long live the Queen. We love the Queen. Great pictures. Not speaking any ill will of the Queen, but her children, Prince Andrew. Walking in military guard. We have one of the only two, besides Bill Clinton, known frequenters of Epstein Island to a point where there's legal, like, submitted pictures of them with underage women. Mm-hmm. The fact that he was walk, I mean... That is ballsy. Like, he should be... <laughs> they were making it sound like just stripping of this military stuff yeah. was supposed to make up for it. It's like, he should be in jail. He doesn't get to wear his stupid little... Foo-foo decorations anymore? I don't... What? Yeah, it, it, it and is. And now they're letting him do it again? Walking? You're trying to keep the Queen's legacy up. And then you're showing me Prince Andrew? I think that's a horrid optic. But I guess this is King Charles. Maybe she's the only one who had a problem with him. Maybe now that she's gone, no one has an issue with it. It could be a bunch of <laughs> sick people up in there. It, it's So how long... Right now, you have the war in Ukraine. 
Ukraine. There's the plosive test. From here on out, I'm just going to speak Ukraine into the beginning of the microphone to start off the show. I'll just read off some Victor Klinchko. Um, their energy crises, you've had 10 years now of Green New Deal policies. It looks like, I mean, Russia... Basically, the big news from Ukraine this week was they took over. There's this massive offensive. They took all of this ground. Russia rubbleized the the northeastern part of their region, and then has now moved all of their targets down into the south, into the Black Sea. This is the, this, where they would ship a lot of their oil from to Germany. That's where Nord Stream Two goes right through. So they're declaring this as a big win. Russia did the same thing they did to Napoleon and just turned off the power. It's like they let you occupy a city. CNN and the cameras came in. There were no fight back. There was no, you don't get any video of them actually beating anybody. Russia moved out and left them unoccupiable land. So the media, Zelensky went through, he did some award shows, did some fun interviews. He's raising a bunch of money. He's probably going to get $5 billion more dollars here within the next couple of weeks. From us, I I don't know how much all the different European countries are paying. All of them are. That's what the, the fragility of the crown stature at a time when people don't believe they don't like what their elected officials in parliament are doing. They don't like what they're un, they, at least before it was like yeah, but the queen she'll keep the her hands and keep everything under control. That's gone. You lost her within the same. There's one one conspiracy. The queen might have been dead for a month here. They just wanted to get Liz Liz Truss. The, she sounds like a, it's a, a blue jean brand, the new president or prime minister of England. Prime minister, Greg. Prime minister, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have, so you got to establish her picture with the queen, which she looks like a Hillary Clinton lookalike. Like almost like a watered down Hillary. I don't know. I'm, Hillary's on my brain because she's popping back up all around the place. Speaking of American royalty. Either, either way. Wait, if she's been dead for a month, how did they get the picture? Joe Biden might be a robot. So they have the, queen, <laughs> the, the queen. Slow down. The, 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 the queen's movements. The, the, the queen's movements are not that hard to replicate. Like if you were going to create a robot to be a human being, the queen would be the easiest. Like okay, let's just make it do something basic. Like let's just make it do a couple hand gestures. Put put that in the show description. Greg Greg thinks the queen's a robot. I'm ready. You know, if she was a robot, that would be like they'd be selling that to the people. A hologram. You don't think they could make a queen hologram to take a picture? You don't think they could deep fake? You think they had the queen like already pre-take a... She, she'd have to like... Boris it. Johnson was asked a month ago to do an interview as if like if they were doing one of these living documentaries about a person for when they die, which never do one about me, please. I hope I get to a point where I'm worth writing a documentary about, but don't do it when I'm alive. You just wait till they die, till you're dead. But they asked Boris to talk about her as if she was dead, and Boris couldn't do it. This was like three weeks before it happened. So just things to think about. Just stuff that's out there on the internet. It's irrelevant to us. It's fun and it's like that's why this is I I don't know any I as far as I'm concerned, the crown will be down within ten years. I do not see a scenario in which this holds up with the current royal family in charge. But we have you mentioned wait. Harry and Meghan and their tell all that's about to ruin the Queen's reputation. So you have the Queen dying and then Harry's gonna put out a book that undermines every other member of the family's reputation. I wonder if Harry's like they're begging him illegitimate. To pl- they're begging him to pull the plug. Piers Morgan, everyone at Fox, all the all the Brits on there are going, please don't do it. Just spike it. Spike the book. He's like, you don't need the money. So $21 million up front, the book's coming out. Like it or not. And when that dies, like I said, all these things. So you have that happening. I guess 
What? Wait, 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 hold on, Greg. I have to stop you. I wanted to poke. I, okay. I need you. I need you to tell me about a time that the publishing of a book had geopolitical, like, you know, implications. That, I, I don't have one off the top of my memory. Is that a trick question that you have one lined up in the case? No, I, I, I don't have one lined up, though, the, but that's sort of my point. No, I guess, no, but what I'm saying... My say point is, is that, like, like you're you're speaking about, like... Oh, the, I'm not the, saying... The crown, okay. like, okay. you have this very clear... Also, I have no clue what that noise is. Do you guys hear that? So, yeah, it's like hitting... Yeah, it was while you were talking. It was while I was talking? Yeah. Wait, am I hitting... I don't know. Or I thought you were talking about those. Is it sounded like the positive thing? Oh, okay. Um, I'm not trying to say that the, the book's going to be the, down, the downfall of it. I just want to check and say that. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. That it's just um, when I'm looking at all of the car, I'm trying to find something that the royalty. Who, when I'm talking about them, I'm referring to. I guess in America, we use Hollywood as our royalty. Our government, our constitution, we are empowered, supposedly, by the people. Hollywood is who we choose to idolize, to represent, to pay a bunch of money to go entertain us, to take us to fantasy worlds, like, to entertain us. In Great Britain, that the royalty is Hollywood. They're the ones that the paparazzi follows all around. And... Th they don't have celebrities? They got absolutely. Well, no, no, they definitely have celebrities. And, and, but, but I would say their celebrities make it bigger over here almost. If a real good celebrity over there ends up making all their money in America. Is it, We're the source uh, of... Is it truly that way? Because I, I know it seems money, like that to much, us. Like everyone money? comes here. But does everyone really come to the United States for like the fame? I, I feel like if you're in... you I mean, besides unless you're going to China, I'd say the biggest media market would be America next yeah, to China. Yeah, I... I I think there are a number of British comedians that you've never heard of who make I'm a talking perfectly like, good living. Like Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Became big over here. Russell Brand, big over here. Who's the guy that um, bore it? Bore our, it. Like our internet's different than theirs, right? And our television's different than theirs. Mm -hmm. So like information can, can easily be kept from us. I'd say when it gets to a certain point that they think it can be profitable over here, then they... Well, sure. But I guess I guess the point is, is like it's not as though every single... Would okay. Here's my question: Would Harry Styles get the same paparazzi over there as the Queen, or the Harry? Look at the Harry. Talk about Hollywood. He he literally moved to America to California because he wanted to be in Hollywood instead of you know, the British Crown is a really boring Hollywood. You know, do a bunch of boring symbolic stuff that he's been doing his whole life. He wanted to do American Hollywood. You can make the argument that a lot of politicians in America yeah, I mean, just are they want to be actors. People definitely come over here and they're successful, but there's definitely I guess. Like, there's almost like an experiment we need. We need to have Greg watch like UK television for. That'd, that'd be, be a good. That'd be interesting. Because you can get you can get like for the Brit box you can get a Just lot get of that the, stuff. You can, uh, yeah, why wouldn't so you be able we, to? We need to. Greg needs to watch a couple like BBC serials. I, I was I watched one because Good they, Morning Britain. I should watch the original Office. The UK Office. Yeah, I've never seen that. Uh, I think I tried watching that. I'm pretty sure it's. Ricky Gervais plays Michael Scott, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Brent, Brent something. His character's name is I don't think it was as funny, though. But, of course, the first episode wasn't quite. To put a, put a bow around the royalty Hollywood discussion, and with, I, with the internet, and you, we kind of touched on this, with the internet also, people's ability to make videos on their phone, the, I mean, TikTok, the whole idea behind how you get people's attention has changed so much. 
we could be seeing a change in the guard in you might see in first in Great Britain where the crown loses its prestige. And I think you could see here in America where Hollywood, not there, there will be a new Hollywood. There will be influencers. People are going to different mediums. Just like it's going to be changing with the um, Thursday night football. You have to but buy a whole news There's stage. been unpopular um, kings in the past. There has been. And, and yeah, there has been. There's never been this free of press. There, you have ne- like Great Britain has always been very, very strong on censorship. That was one of the big things that we have over here with our First Amendment, that our Bill of Rights, that is totally different and unique. For, they have none of that over there. There's no. But do you think like the king takes away some of the responsibility of meeting with other countries from their leaders, which would encourage their leaders not to push the issue of getting rid of the monarch? That separation, it allows their the symbolism to be untouched by the political tape of okay, you're going to have a backroom meeting and it's going to be closed doors and oh, what's my world? No, no Nancy Pelosi going over to Taiwan behind right. everyone's um, back. Who, no, who speaks in their country? Like we have like the presidential it, address. Does the queen give an address? I don't like I don't know much about that. I, I always wanted to have a someone who knows a good bit about the royals to get this information here. Like I always have like the no chain. I have a lot of chain of succession questions. Yeah. We could technically get a King Andrew if Charles goes down. No, it's it goes his son. No, you'd have George. to go. You have to go a long way. But is is he still in that line? It's way down the line. I mean, I feel like I can undermine the whole idea of a line if he's in it. <laughs> I feel like it goes to um, <laughs> his kid next, and then his son, and then his daughter, and then I think he has another son. So it's if I this is my understanding of it. So oh my god, so we have Charles now, right? Yes. Charles has two sons. Yes. Okay, so it goes. Charles will. Would it go to? I think the girls before the second son. It's George. It's William gets it next from Charles. Yeah, Charles, and then George, he has then Harry. William. Do you no, have the whole? Is it Harry? It not... goes. It goes. Uh, his so William's son then gets it. Yeah, George. All three kids are before Harry. Yeah. No, and and then his other two kids too. So yeah. that whole family like has to like die in a car crash or something for Harry to become. King. Game. So game of. Tell me the Game of Thrones, crown system isn't. Which it's I guess it could happen like if a plane went down. So it's not out of the realm of possibility, I guess, but. What, Greg, how do you, like, what is your raw understanding of how it works? I thought the oldest male. No, there's definitely a genealogy. They, and it's not even always been Because like, I guess, how, how did we get to the queen? Why weren't it when the king had died? She was next, she was the oldest, right? But this, I don't even know. She, she what, so then wouldn't, where would, where would Camilla be if Charles were to go down? Why wouldn't it be Queen Camilla? Because she's queen consort. What, what's the significance of that? Was, was Queen Elizabeth at one point queen consort? No, because she was the oldest from her, uh... Ooh. Greg, you should go back, just like as a primer, just for you to understand. I, yeah, so I, I, you should go back I have watch, limited time on some of those things. You should go back and watch the King's speech. See, and that's, to, to get to back, I guess we end up talking a lot about this. I didn't even really want to talk about this because I'm, par- I'm very partially educated in this. I'm kind of interested, but every time I start looking into these things, I catch myself and go, why do I care? I'm more concerned about in America that if Biden goes down... We got a Harris Pelosi situation in the next couple of weeks that is terrifying. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Which, and that's what I want to get to. All I wanted to talk about is the Queen. Is this is one domino and what could be a bunch in conspiracy lane. So, if any of you, the conspiracy radars are up. This is there's a lot of a lot of question marks related to this. It doesn't totally affect us, just to the extent that it is symbolic of power a power change, a power vacuum about to need filled. And right now, I don't think King Charles is up for the. I think that's one stooge that I could easily see him being the one that loses it, loses the crown.
But I don't know what that looks like. I don't, I don't know how they have a revolution over there. I'm not trying to start one either. I'm just saying that it's open if anyone wants to take it. Okay, everyone everyone at home mark down. Greg predicts the crown will be lost. 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 What that means, we don't know. We don't know who we, takes it and how. I, I, I can't tell those kind of things. We're going to need we, more He's going to interpret his I'm not saying a book. I'm not going to say happens. a book is going to cause it, but a lot of people, the next couple news stories you hear from the crown are going to be very, very negative at a point where they have to make good impressions. And I don't think they're going to be capable of doing that. Just like Hollywood is proving enough to do that now. Top Gun. <laughs> Woo! That's what it's going to resort to. Just let's go military. Love our country. Woo! Send Migos to Ukraine. Do it for Ukraine. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> let's move on to the... Have, we're, I thought I, I tried to transition at some point in there. I thought, no, we Martha's Vineyard. That's just where we got to go. That that has to that's the main headline this weekend. If you're tuning into the news, I'm trying to think where I want to start with this. Okay, for a year, the federal government has been flying planes of illegal immigrants to cities from Philly to New York City to D.C. out to California. And they've been doing this, we don't know, because they do it in the dark of night, because they know it's not a good look. Liberals doing this. Well, Texas and Florida is going, well, this is undermining our whole process of keeping people from coming in when they know once they get here, they're going to get their cell phone in a free plane ride, and no one's even going to seem to care. So they go, if that's, what the, if that's what the liberals want the policy to be, we want the public to see it. So we are going to send the illegal immigrants Two places that they're going to have. We're going to send outside of Vice President Harris's embassy. We're going to send it to Joe Biden's Delaware, his beach houses. We're going to send them to Martha's Vineyard. That's the big one because you have an area hyper wealthy. We got his, who lives. That's Brock's hometown, right? Mm -hmm. Brock, Brock's living up there. This is the wealthiest of the wealthy, and they only live there for four months. These are people who leave a gigantic carbon footprint, have a ton and ton of real property that could be used for anybody to live in and they only use it for four months because they want to go down to guess where florida when the weather gets bad so florida goes well why don't you you can house some immigrants right so they sent 50 now how these 50 were around which i think obama was able to how he could house oh, half of them so himself they, he has 25 extra rooms or something. so <laughs> so who's in charge of this now we got live news cnn spin time what are we gonna do right now you look incompetent they're just standing in the middle of the street get them off of the street like put them somewhere so it's like, okay, and then they start going, we can handle this. Actually, this isn't hard at all. Look how easy. We just raised 175000 on Kickstarter. We got them all new clothes. They all got Visa cards with a couple hundred bucks on it. They're getting whole brand new lives. Well, what message does that send when you're trying to say people don't come across the border? Good Lord. Come across the border, you might, I'm kind of, I mean, it would be an upgrade for us if we went to Mexico and tried to catch one of these plane trips to Martha's <laughs> Vineyard and just go straight up there. Like, that's, a, it's such a reverse incentive that you would think. What do you think I'm doing next week? Yeah, that's what I'm doing next yeah, week. Yeah, take a trip to Mexico and just come back. <laughs> just going to come back up on the walk immigrant train. Man on the ground. See if all you got to do is walk over and yeah, what it happens. it saves me money on the flight too. Courtney doesn't know yet. Go tell, tell, <laughs> tell, tell him I want to catch a trip to, I want to catch a trip now, up north. <laughs> how much money have you paid to the cartels for this trip beforehand? Because I think that was probably the most interesting piece of anything I saw come out of this was like everybody who's coming up is paying the cartels. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're paying and, for the trip. Yeah, and, and if you don't pay the cartels and attempt to make the trip, you get pulled out. Yes, really. So if like you're mm -hmm. walking across the river and all of a sudden somebody's like, "Hey, wait a minute, 
these these folks didn't pay. <laughs> They're like, go get them. <laughs> like they don't get to they don't get to make it. So it's a. Uh, you mean the cartels like telling the U.S. military, like no, the U.S. border no, patrol, like their own their own crew? Are like, they, what are they doing to them? Are just they, taking them back, or they kill yeah, them? Yeah. Well, how do you prove? Like, they, yeah. they give you a card or a bracelet or anything? I don't know. Like, I, how would you get that's, your tag? Greg, this is a great question for someone who should be boots on the ground. Yeah, you should be boots on the yeah, ground. I, boots on I the mean, ground. I want to go south. I'm sick of this weather. Eagle Pass, Texas. That's yeah. You know what? Maybe Eagle Pass, Texas. Greg, Greg's heading to Eagle Pass, before, Texas next week. Greg, we live calling in from Eagle Pass. Texas. Maybe before the end of the year to set it at a realistic. I would not be. I would be down to do that. I, I would. I really want to see Texas. I really want to see what's going on. I just assume they'd make you pay before you go make the trip. Because how many people are in a? Yeah, that's right. They, you, the, you like most of the yeah, people you, making the trip are not. They're not coming from. But Mexico. you could just join one of the caravans, right? And just walk across the border on the highway. Yeah, so the, <laughs> Those people are all paid. Oh, are they? The, no, this, Taking that trip? this is where we do need to see boots on the ground. Is how easy is it for to, to get it unpaid by the cartel? If you're just an American. You just want to get back across the border. You don't have a car. Mm-hmm. No passport. Can you just walk in and be like, listen, look up my records. Greg Troutman. I don't think so. I think that's why you need a passport. What are they going to do? They can't send me back. They're not sending the illegals back. How are they going to send me back? I'm an actual American. I just don't have my... I forgot my paperwork. You're probably going to have to go through a process of them finding out who you are. Why wouldn't I go through the same process that everyone that they're going through? Did you pay the cartels? No. That's, that's a problem. See, that's what we got to see. Yeah, you gotta pay the, well, that comes into... So where you get... And I don't know how much our liberal audience is watching the news. They're accusing DeSantis now of human trafficking. That's the liberals' new take on this, is, is that Abbott and DeSantis are human trafficking by sending these people. And I don't, that's insane. I am concerned, though. So this is blowback against, so this is a big power play by Republicans that is doing a good job of showing, making people in suburban PA understand the consequences of a broken border. It is accomplishing that. On that same note, you were sending illegal voters who are, they love Joe Biden. Like, that's the one thing. They got boots on the ground interviewing them as everyone says, thank you, Joe. They're, they're the biggest Biden supporters on the planet. If, the Demo- if, if Republicans are accusing Democrats of illegally voting, we're juicing their districts with illegal votes. So that's dangerous. It could have kickbacks that we don't know. And just sending these people to Martha's Vineyard, if the people in Martha's Vineyard are as sinister as some of the conspiracy say, sending people there undocumented was not a good idea they who knows if there was just 50 who knows how many they kept ideally we we did do the human trafficking for them we just sent them a whole batch and what are we doing they deported them and then we, we also have to acknowledge that they, and that's why i wanted so uh, not joking there is these are republicans have to be careful not to make this they are humans and the democrats argument against them is is that republicans don't treat them like humans how, and that's how not did santa's round up do we know how he No, there's, a, there's this lady named Perla. She was walking around saying that there was work guaranteed in, from an undisclosed benefactor, brought the 50 to a hotel, and then the plane, I don't know how the state organized the plane. Because they were flown in, from what I know now, they were flown in from, to Florida from Texas. Mm-hmm. And then DeSantis sent them up there because they were struggling with that. The news was really struggling because it went, so at the first moment, they're bragging. They're going, this isn't that hard. And then DeSantis is like, gotcha. Like, okay, he just admitted it. So we're going to send him to you now. 
So since you can handle it, all we're saying is down here, we have a hundred times the amount and we can't handle it. Mm -hmm. So you have room, you take them. And then they're like, well, no, 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 no. We didn't say it like that. We were like, what's one time? I don't get their messaging now. This is where I don't get it. They're trying to, for, for two days, they were going, we got this. Mm -hmm. You know, we're human aid. We're the good guys. And then they went and sent them all, they deported them. Like, they just, within 24 hours, they sent them all back. And it's like, so what's, what's the lesson that we learned here as a country? That the Democrats are hypocrites? I think that was, the Republicans successfully made that argument to their base. But CNN, is, right now, they're standing on the human trafficking. And the only reason that's interesting is because Newsom got cocky. And challenged, that was, I think, last night or this morning. I think it would have been last night. Newsom challenged DeSantis to a debate. And that is right now what we need in this country is a Democrat to go against a Republican in debate. We arguably have not had that since Trump versus Clinton in 2016. Democrats have been playing basement politics, just relying on CNN and their crooked social media tilting. That they're actually admitting to now. So that's great if anyone heard that. <laughs> yeah, that is great. <laughs> Just if you didn't know, Facebook works for the government. And when I say the government, the DNC. Twitter does all When I say the DNC, I mean the CCP. Just so we know, like, he admitted it. No. So anyone who's getting their news from Facebook, please understand. It is heavily curated. And we know Twitter, too, because they lost yeah, the court. Yeah. They legally that's... had to admit that they were working with the government. Is, is Twitter still a legitimate <laughs> business? Is their stock still holding at 40? We'll look that up. Why does their stock matter if they're legitimate? Because they will collapse. Like if if they if Elon doesn't buy them, they're going to drop below twenty. They could go. They could be a tenner. They're at forty one. Yeah. Then Elon, I think, hasn't bought it like fifty three, and it's the current. He's. I think he's. I mean, I, he's trying to get the price down. He's saying he wants to get rid of it all together. If he gets rid of it all together, Twitter's dead. Oh, he's still negotiating. I thought he was already just like it, screw it, this. I ain't buying it. I haven't kept. No, it, there's a, there's a big lawsuit. Mm. It, it's been too confusing for me to update every week because it just flips back and forth, back and forth. We, we know when it happens. It's one of those. What does Trump say? When you'll see. Did you see the MSNBC clip where? Stay tuned. Uh, they're 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 talking about the. Jose that are saying that these people were victims of human trafficking. They want an investigation from the Justice Department onto what Governor DeSantis is doing, what Governor Greg Abbott is doing, because they're saying that these people are being abused and used uh, to bring a border crisis deeper into the country. The now, kicker. I can tell you they are not angry at uh, Ron DeSantis. They are actually thanking him for having brought them to Martha's Vineyard, where they were, they were very well received. But other people, they're saying they're being used as political pawns. They don't resent it for now. Uh, and they what? know they're the lucky ones. They, don't yeah, they are the lucky ones. And for anyone else thinking about coming over, you might, there is a 10% chance you're going to get delivered to a very, very wealthy area. And, people, go, and no, be well You know what would be great? Be well received. If people just started making their journey to Martha's Vineyard I, instead of California. I, they have power. California doesn't. You would think all, <laughs> all these liberal protesters that like to go stand and occupy places, mm -hmm. why not go occupy there? Why do they occupy like the worst places? Like go to nice places. Because go, the organizers harass, live there. Go harass Martha's Vineyard. It would be a nice place to go stand around the street. They might just take you in. They can't criticize you because that would be against their message. Their whole messaging is that they're, you're well received. Well, that's why that's why they got that's why those people got sent there. Yeah, but now, but so are liberals looking at it as it's just? I guess, I guess the the bases of both are going to run with it. Direction they're going to run with the human trafficking claim. I just find is ridiculous because of all the things being accused of the Dem Martha's Vineyard to turn around and it was California that asked for the DOJ to step in, right? 
Was that the state? It was a bunch of places. And then do we do you, do we do we have the clip for um Newsom the flex period? Because California did something really bizarre this week that it's gonna be, it's happening in Europe right now with Germany. It's been happening Wait, for like I, a year. I have, I have one more. Uh, I have one more clip if we if we yeah, have sure. a hot second here. Um, see, Greg, if you bookmark the clips on on Twitter, then I can then very quickly come in here and pull them up and then do this. I don't normally get my clips from Twitter though. We'll see We're not a border town. We don't have an infrastructure uh, to handle uh, this this type of and a level of immigration to our city. But we will will create a new normal here in our infrastructure and have a, a humane welcome for people and an efficient um, you know service provision. But we we don't have the ability. We're not Texas. We're not a border town. Why is Texas? I, that that clip that clip's interesting just because it it, it makes this. Uh... It's the very point that the Republicans are trying to make, and it's interesting to hear a Democrat just outline. It's like you're not a border town. No, we all are, and that's what you can't. Why is Texas supposed to be the sole burden, the sole person, the sole state to handle this burden? It inevitably is going to get to everyone's city, and she just said, well, "I guess it's going to be a new normal." Blame Texas. Blame the Republicans. But I don't know if this new normal, if anybody wants any, at a time where the American worker is in a very precarious position, where automation is moving in quickly. But a lot of... It is weird, though. It's like the states are fighting against each other. It, and how counterproductive is that for us as a country? Yeah. Is this but how a, is he going to make the point? That's the thing. Yeah. And so yeah, at the end of the day, I think I have to agree that the power play is the right move. I'm just not sure it's going to deliver the result like in PA, but, uh, but my understanding sure of our country is we are result. supposed to operate kind of independently by states so a laboratory of experiments he's just like we're deporting them from here this state says that they want them so and, that's where we're going to send them because mexico seems horrible so it's actually kind of like he cares about them a little bit he just is like we can't handle them as you can see there's no one being abused in florida or texas they're doing the best that they can they're just trying to tell everyone they can't handle it anymore and no one will listen yeah. so this is a way to force them to we should just, just, it, it sucks to use humans as a political tool like this. That's where the Democrats are going. They're being abused. No, no, the Democrats are being abused by what the, the Republicans are doing, not the immigrants. The immigrants are doing just fine. They're, they're probably better than they have ever been. But we can simply just eliminate the income tax and let them all come in. There's no incentive. UBI, anymore. UBI. Let's give them all. Let's get a couple thousand dollars a month for everybody, and no one it. has to work. They won't come. You won't anymore. own anything. That'll be enough for you to pay your rent. If you don't pay your rent, you just won't get your weekly. Whatever you don't pay the government, you won't be sent the next month in your free government stipend. You don't gotta work. You can be an artist, podcaster, do whatever you want. You're just gonna be capped a certain amount, and you differentiate yourself by the way you dress. Color your hair something different. That's how you can be different. You don't gotta be better than people at anything. Just wear something different. Wear unique clothes. Change your gender up. Do something different. Stand out. Are you saying gender is a choice? Oh, God. Yeah, I guess I was implying there. I mean, no, that's it is. Fetterman. Can I get that? Can I get that clip? Can I get that clip? <laughs> we tried to block this one. It has to go. This is this was like one of the original. This is like an original joke from the show. Because I, I just Greg Stradamus. I saw this comment. I was going to have a problem with my last name. Because you'll be Greg woman. I, or else half the state won't Trout vote woman. for me. If we're, just, if we're just voting on identity, I got to have something to... Or mix now. That's the thing. You can be a mix. Instead of being a Mr. or a Mrs., you're a mix. You can be bi and go both ways. No, you can change your, You can be fluid each day, momentarily, by the hour. Greg, I, I really we haven't been playing those clips, Craig. There's a lot of. 
Is Lived it? the TikTok videos. Alright, All right, you ready? Woman. <sighs> it's just a Neanderthal. Look at that shit. Cl- Hold on. My name is John Fetterwoman. <laughs> <laughs> Senator. So, Senator Fetterwoman. Should we start selling merch? Fetterwoman. Yeah, if you can't see it, he's holding up a big pink shirt that says Fetterwoman. This guy is a Neanderthal. He looks like he was hitting the head with a frying pan when he was young. He actually can't speak right now. And But the problem is, is if you criticize him for that, they say you're picking on his medical condition because Dr. Oz is a doctor. He couldn't speak before the stroke. He has been this dumb and inarticulate forever. Mm-hmm. Tucker did a good expose. He's a rich kid who didn't really work a job until he was 40 and just decided to slum it in Braddock for like three years. He got some tattoos. And actually in his commercials, that's what he's running on. He just shows his tattoos. And he's just like, every time someone died in his community, he got a tattoo. And he claims that Braddock hasn't had any death since or something. I don't know if you've been to Braddock recently, Greg. It's not doing good. Braddock is not a good area. So, Greg, where's your boots on the ground reporting just just the state of Braddock? I mean, the state of Braddock is it is an ex-steel city that has got no recovery because they've outsourced all their jobs and have no chance of bringing them back in because of policies by Democrats. That's the state of Braddock. I know, but wait, wait, I'm saying like for the podcast, wouldn't it be better? Oh, to go do a live, we could just do a walk, a bike ride through Braddock. That would be fun. <laughs> we could, we could take. The, there's saying. actually a trail. I mean, we can do on. Yeah, we have the microphones and stuff to do on. We can start it, it, with this PA Senate race. It'd be interesting just to interview people on the bike trail. Because that's that's usually. I mean, you, there will be there was signs. I did that, buy a cordless mic for when he was the. Um, what do you call it? The when what you did at the, my wedding. Officiate. You're not like a pastor. Officiate. 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 Uh, so that he could, I got a microphone with a speaker. So, and it was so all... I think that microphone though, we could reuse it and yeah. hook it up to the phone and do and you gotta figure live the, recording. The way, the way the wedding played out, we got hit by like peak storm right when we were about to go out. So we're talking like sideways wind coming through. Like There was like a tornado. It's, 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 an, outdoor, it's an outdoor wedding with, <laughs> with a big, what's that thing called? A gazebo? Gazebo, yeah. yeah. It, you, you've been to Ligonier, right? Yeah. 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 So that, that it downtown. was right in the middle of the gazebo during like a huge storm. <laughs> so, so, so we got we have sideways wind and I had the, the mic on my collar. So I had to try and curve my shoulder out yeah. so the wind wasn't catching on it because if I stood straight, you just heard like the howling. So I'm like standing like this awkward mm-hmm. shield thing. I'm not sure. It kind of worked. People, I mean, I... Everyone said they couldn't hear anything. Anyways. No, no it was like it was, it, there was no cover for the people outside. No, everyone's and, out there, umbrellas, yeah, just, just pouring. Sideways wind. Yeah. How did we get to that? Oh, yeah, man on the ground. Yeah, being, get, we can go on site places. I, that would be actually good content. I, we went out and had you like ask people questions. I, I'd say we could infiltrate a Fetterman um, uh, Biden rally rather easily if they're, they're not happening. Oh, they, they, they perform like he they, Joe Biden just swings by and screams at a union for like a half an hour. Like, very oh, t- have you seen any of his shouting lately? No, we don't have any clips of it. I, you, people don't, Joe's law. I, I guess the only thing in reference to Joe I wanted to bring up that de- the Hitler Third Reich Dwight Schrute speech who advertised like who thought of that? I mean, I know who I'm asking that rhetorically is who planned out that speech because that clearly was not what. I mean, I've actually, every Democrat I've talked to liked it until I point out the tone. And I mean, if you can soundbite anybody to make them sound good or bad. So CNN, you take a couple clips of him shouting. And what I heard from most Democrats is, see, Greg, you said he was about to die. He doesn't look about to die. He's like, no, he's on something. He's on next level drugs. 
Like I want whatever. I don't want no booster vaccine. I want whatever Joe's taking. If we're gonna hey, force hey. me to take a government drug. Do you wanna do you wanna hear a clip of Biden shouting? Yeah, let's get some. Can we get him doing the MAGA Trumpies? Think about how you'd feel. You didn't have the insurance and didn't have the money. It's wrong. It's not who we are. And we're going to think about what you'd think about. Yeah! <laughs> Is this think about how you what? feel. You didn't have the insurance and didn't have the money. We big farm. It's wrong. It's not who we are. And we're going to think about what you'd think about. <laughs> I didn't hear that one yet. I thought that was going to go into the um, we beat big pharma. He just started screaming, we beat big pharma. We beat big pharma. They are big pharma. <laughs> we are big pharma. Big pharma like, has moved into the White House. It owns media. Yeah. Like, we didn't beat anything pharma, pharma related. Like, go in like, public health care. If you can't beat them, pharma. join them. We yeah. joined big pharma and are just doing what they tell us to do. There is no... That's great. We think about what we think about. That's that's the slogan for the show. That's what we're doing every day. We need day. to put that on to merch. Kamala... Think, about what, I, think I, about what you think about. I guess... I wonder if he got that from Kamala. Kamala's been doing a lot of those. She keeps like, we're going to do what's necessary to ensure unity and everything is necessary to be unified. And it's just it's so, wow, that's a sentence that came out of his mouth. But if you don't see it, if Joe Biden screams at a bunch of honking cars and no one hears him, does he, did he really do anything? Could he just be a robot? That tone, no, that tone, I mean, it's like you just, if you, if you didn't drug him up, you just dialed him up. It's like you just got this, this temperature. It's like, Joe, we want energy. People think you're dead. Show them that you're not. He showed you he wasn't dead. So that was a, maybe that's why a robot. That's, you, had to, you had to show me he was all, and he did it. He's, Joe he, could be he a robot. He keeps meeting those thresholds. Every time you think, well, this is when he's going to be exposed, and everyone's going to have to admit our president is a, is a moron. Not like we used to talk about Trump. We're talking like actually his brain is not working. If you want to say Joe Biden's president, that's fine. If you want to move Kamala Harrison, that's fine. But I'm sick of walking around and acting like our president is functioning. He's not. Just so like you the, believe he's just AI. like just like the crown wasn't functioning. Yeah, it's, the queen's real, but does so, she have any? Is she? Does she have any autonomy? So I don't those, think so. For those I don't think Joe Biden. Home, uh, the queen and Joe Biden uh, now confirmed robots. Did <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden will be discontinued by the end of the so year? Who else are robots? Can I get a full yeah? List who else robots? robots? <laughs> Thought Melania was the original robot, but I don't think she's a robot anymore. I think she was Melania just. You thought Melania was a robot? I thought she was one of the original. Because when you watch her, what? watch her read off a teleprompter. Melania now it's, not it's, a robot. Right? No, no, Melania's real. <laughs> okay, Melania's so, real. She's just very uncomfortable in Washington. That's understandable. Uh, okay, so who, who, where the, give me some other robots. Paul, the DNC leadership. Yeah, all AI. They or, or they all. Are, so you're saying all Democrats you are, are and AI. you are you are a robot if you have a chip in your head. If you have some chip in your head to battle an early age dementia, early age losing your mind, you are a robot. You are a cyborg. They have chips. Take, you can call them a cyborg. That's where when I'm saying a robot, you guys are thinking I'm talking about like something that you put a face mask over. No, 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 are no. Are they no. putting chips in their we, head? We yes, yes. We have a living organism that is being ran by a computer. I think we have experimental technology. That is currently be. I mean, if you see the stuff the military can do, I. Elon's already talking about doing Neuralink for the public. Okay. You don't think they're actually Greg? already trying on some people? I think Greg? Elon's ahead of the government. Greg? Greg? Maybe Elon's working with the government. Greg? That's possible. You need to invite a transhumanist on the show. <laughs> What's a transhumanist? A robot. <laughs> I don't believe robot has, robots have rights. I believe they should be broken. The only advantage I still have over my computer is I can smash it and it can't smash me. I actually know one. 
He might be able to beat me in chess. Someone it might be better at poker. It can sing yes. better than me. It can AI artwork better than me. They I have can a beat robot it up. arm. Like they have an arm that's. Once it can no, beat me up. The, uh, once the robots can beat me up, you got a problem. I worked with a guy who who uh, he had like a disc in his hand that would light up for his like phone notifications, and he put a whole circuit board in his arm. What? Yeah, so that he could like have like. He, you know how, like, the Apple Still Watch will not tell you, like, what your blood oxygen levels were and, like, all oh, that other stuff? Right. Yeah. He had, he had, this was before the Apple Watch. I mean, he had this whole thing, like. Let's do it. If you, this person, you still know them? Would he understand that? I mean, I'm. I don't know what, I don't. I Greg don't, just said he doesn't deserve rights. I'm willing to learn. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm willing to learn. I just would like the person. I'm very, this is very alar- alarming to me. Like, I see this going rather rapidly in a very bad direction. I, very bad. I, I will, I will reach out and see if, if we can get a call in. I have from that Zuckerberg interview with Joe Rogan, everyone hung up on the hunter and the working with the FBI. What he said we about what he wants in, in the metaverse, he said some outrageous things. And one of them was, it, we're not the first thing before we get the Neuralink. Because he joked about it, and Joe's like, I don't want it. And Zucker goes, well, I don't want the first couple editions. And it's like, I don't want any edition of the thing. But he said before that, we're going to have augmented reality. Where you have glasses. Which they already make them. But there'll be ones that regular people can buy like they can with the watches. That interface with your eye and where your eye's looking at. But Zuckerberg's pretty much telling you, like, don't buy the new stuff. Or he's saying, it's already, don't worry, the new stuff's being tested. He's not trying that one. We're seeing how JoeBot works. It's like, okay, it's working. People believe it. And he's better. I mean, it's better than dead. Does Zuckerberg use the the brand new iPhone? He's drooling on himself in a hospital by himself. Does Zuckerberg use the new iPhone? Does anybody know that? Oh, I heard something that he I'm didn't. I, that. I heard something that he didn't have his kids have iPads, but he said during the show that no, you, you right now reality is current. Like we need to learn digital reality. Like saying something is not real in person, or saying something that is a hologram is not real. Mm-hmm. He's against. Like I would say, a hologram is not real. I have a, I have a clip here about how uh, his five-year-old daughter likes to make uh, AI art. Yeah. Okay. It's it's odd because it's like I can't imagine having my kid be these little cyborgs. God, Yeah, let's listen to a little about Mark. <laughs> it's just a, everyone should listen to because at least he showed up. At least he he could be a robot. He, I do have. A, he proved that me. is pretty good. Going he, on there is. I mean, that was a good move. That's why I want to play some of these clips because it was good. But he there was a lot of times where he embarrassed himself and Joe didn't pin him. He tries to say the only sport he watches is MMA. And he just likes to wrestle. But you, yeah, Joe probably let, doesn't. Hey, let Mark talk. Yeah. My, my kids, I, I haven't had to think about it quite as much yet because they're pretty young. Um, six and five, right? Um, yeah. Rocky just turned five um, this weekend. But it's, um, so I mean, they use, I actually, I want them to use technology for, for different things. I mean, I, I teach them how to code. I, I think it's like an outlet for, for creativity. Um, I mean, Augie especially, I mean, she, Max likes building things. Augie thinks about it as art. So when I, whenever, like every, you know, every night I, I try to do bedtime with them religiously. So I try to like end my, my, my meetings in order to be able to put them down. And, and um, I ask them like what, what activity they want to do. Do you want to read or do you want to wrestle or whatever the, then, um, or, and, and Augie's just like, oh, I want to do code art. It's like, oh. It's like, that's such an interesting way to think about it. I always think of a coding as like you're building something and she just thinks about it as making the computer make art. So it's mm. just like... It's so my, my what are your thoughts on that? Because I, I have a theory here on... I, I just discovered that they're teaching math in lines. I guess like, my whole life, you do math up and down. 
that is you stack numbers on top of each other you do division you multiply it's it's that's the way it goes now if you write out your addition problems in a long form and you like chunk it out and the light like i can't do math like that i would have never been able to you didn't do like um what is the um what is the something theory why can't i think of the word it starts with a p poly something theory like the whole thing with the parentheses the paragraphy no that's all in a line no but parentheses are a different thing i'm talking is if you were going to have um 1000 plus 2100 plus 370 if you were going to do that math in your head i'm going to use a calculator yes so that's yeah. probably why they're doing it in line. Because and that's why I, I mean, so that, kids that, are going to use that, calculators. That, that was my question for Bert because I am very yeah. ignorant on coding. I really don't know anything about it besides that it is like what he – it's the new art. If you want to draw digitally, coding would be the way – if you want to be modern, like if you want your kid to be doing something that's going to be like instead of drawing on a notebook, it would – is – I guess, yeah, is that – they should be able to code. How, yeah, a five-year-old doing code, I wouldn't even think that's possible, but I don't know how hard it is. So they, um, with more modern languages, they've definitely made it so that way more people can code. It's not it's, it's not quite the barrier. There's not quite the barriers that there were in the past. Does, so you can take something like Python and effectively write what is plain language to most people to do pretty basic stuff. How long do you think if I committed myself eight hours a day to learn, how long do you think it would take me? To do what? To learn to code like Mark Z- Augie. Augie. Talk about a, a girl, a boy named Sue. How much geometry do you know? Like just right now, like how comfortable are you with geometry? I like to think pretty comfortable. I haven't done it in a while though. That's one of those types of math that I don't usually do on a day-to-day basis. So all the crap in algebra that you didn't like and most of the geometry you didn't like? I liked algebra. All of algebra. Okay, so your matrix multiplication is like on point. Okay, great, because that's all of that math is what's used to draw. Because the the matrices is just holding all the points, and then you do the multiplication to move the points. So even if you want to animate, would if you wanted to teach um, students to inevitably be good at coding, would that be a reason to teach math like on a number line, doing math left to right as opposed to up and down? I'm not so sh- I'm not so sure about that because I haven't seen them the way that they're trying to teach them. And I, I I have I've only gotten secondhand accounts from parents that are trying to asking me how to teach their how they would how I would teach their kids. I have no idea. I, w- I don't know how the teacher would do it. I want to sit in and hear one of these teachers try and teach math because the only thing I can think of is it might have something to do with it looks like code to me. When I look at it, it looks more like code than it does what I would consider traditional math. I mean, I, I, and if you just punch in a calculator, there's the only reason you stack them on top of each other is to do it mentally. It doesn't have much of a value. We don't do anything else. We don't write up and down. It's only intuitive for doing mental math, which is no longer useful because, like you said, everyone got a calculator. Like I would say, even if you're coding, you could probably use a calculator for most of it. I if you, you're quick you, enough you, you, you could make an argument. You could make an argument. I guess you want to talk about things that are dying. Well, the computer, the code, the code you'll do the the code is the calculator. Like, oh, you're just typing in the equations. Yeah. Or, yeah, or you're saying like, hey, I need, like, I always know that I need to multiply this by six, so you take your variable and you... Oh, see? And, see, I've always associated... You don't even have to know I, math I, at all. And that's, and I guess, <laughs> see, that's, and you're, that, that's why I guess I was anti-coding. No, and I, I anti, I'm not anti, but the reason I was not interested in it is because to me, the end route is, is math is going to turn into Latin. And like, we have a new math that is coding and calculators and AI. It's more input-based. But the long days of... 
being able to do math in your head is just not useful. Long form math, basic math. I mean, I use basic math every single yeah, day. Yeah, I mean, you're still like, like basic, still doing, basic yeah. arithmetic is still going to be important to do. Would you, would you say over half the jobs you have to be able to? I mean, I would say almost all of our employees cannot do. If I mental math, like if I had to write down three numbers on top of each other and ask them to add them like up and down, carry the number over up and down. I can't do it like real quick, but I can like look at it and do it. Yeah. Quick. And I guess I'm, I'm talking like within enough. If you have a customer, you don't want to be taking like a minute to add up numbers. If it just punch in the calculator, if it's going to take that long, but if you can do it in five seconds, it saves me a lot of time. Cause I can just add those all real quick. Yeah. I, mean, I don't it, think it, like it, I, that's just, when I say I'm like it's like I'm bragging about my ability to do math. Well, no, I mean that as is. Kanye says is I don't know what sexy is, but I can count all, count all the change in your purse really, really quickly. That that is kind of impressive. It's, kinda, it's useless. Like it's not completely useless. I, it's nice. It's a trick. It's like learning Latin isn't useless, and that's what Latin has its core in a lot of words that we use. So you're understanding like doing, of the English language. Doing math is like still that, valuable. The way you you can do math, like in my job, would be extremely beneficial because yes, you would major. speed up a process. Yes. Like extremely fast yes like i can do like the basics like i have a number i can divide it by two pretty quick in my head and like stuff like that but i can't like like if i'm trying to get like square footage i punch that into my phone every time but if i could just do that like no see I, which i should be able to but i never learned my multiplication i'd, I'd, I'd like to i'd like to <laughs> try like I never memorize when, when i'm stuff. always helping you i'm always helping you in like the using sharp objects variety which that concerns me anytime i gotta well, be around a saw and we were doing wood like chips flipping. well that's part of it yeah yeah, yeah i know but you got a measure to get the. i'd like the measuring part looks fun yeah the measuring part so you could just measure and not do the cut part the cut part's the fun part the cut part's the dangerous one that's how you get funny nicknames <laughs> and lose eyes and fingers <laughs> that's how you get cool Losing fingers and eyes? Yeah, you, then you have like a war story. Oh, Lose a finger. You want to go say you chopped off your finger and you're going to brag about I it? I don't want to say it, but if it happens. I, you wouldn't make something else up? You'd actually go and tell people I cut my finger off? I saw a guy cut his finger off on a job one day. Yeah. Like was, the finger was just off? It's like barely hanging on. He had to go to the hospital. Uh, he was cutting the bottom. Remember how shit. we were cutting the door jams? Yeah. When we cut the door down? Um, he was doing that inside, just the jam there, not the whole door. But somehow, for some reason, and he's a dude who's been doing it like a long time. Like, I bet you, from what I understand, like 30 years, probably. And his finger was in front of the handsaw and just went right. Oh, oh, oh. This yeah. is not, these visuals, I don't want to rehear this later and start thinking about fingers hanging off of my hand. I don't know where to take my brain. Where are we, where are we talking? How do we get down this road? We're talking we about kill mental math, math Latin, mental coding. Math. And Bert, you're supposed to keep this under control here. I We're talking we had, about mental I thought math. we had a rundown. You're saying how you're afraid to cut your hand off. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how that ever. Yeah, <laughs> that was the kind of derailment I didn't, didn't plan on going down. Greg, there's supposed to be like a three minute, like the intro is supposed to be three minutes and somehow like you ended up doing 10 minutes on the queen. After <laughs> I asked you, are we going to do 10 minutes on the queen? And you repeatedly said, no, I don't want to do 10 minutes on the queen. No. I know. I was like, I okay, know. so we won't, do, we won't do the queen. And then here you go in the diner update. And yeah, did. but I, th I thought that was good because I didn't have as much update with the diner without Alec here. So I was trying to figure out a way to... No, that's fine. I'm just... Uh, yeah. Well, that's like three minutes is, is nothing. I mean, so, okay, we're fine. I mean, so we've done... I think we've done everything here other than... I think the only thing I have left on the list here is... Uh, I have climate stuff. You have you have climate what's, stuff. Hold on, this is going well with, this, with this, um, PA Senate rights because climate is not currently being involved here. But Democrats in Pennsylvania are still pro-very pro lockdown. One of the things that a lot of people have predicted from the beginning was that the original medical lockdowns were going to transition into climate lockdowns. 
that the same scientists that you had coming out talking about projections on spread of virus and the epidemiologists that were wrong on everything, now they're going to predict what, and they can't tell you the weather that it's going to be this afternoon. They're going to tell you, but if you just change all of your behaviors, we're going to fix the climate 100 years from now. To me, that's it's always been ridiculous, and I know a lot of liberals, they were concerned about the climate to the extent of litter. They want to be like, clean up after yourself. You don't want like smoke, smog in the air. Nobody wants that. We can all agree that's bad. But a, a resistance of being energy independent, you're seeing now in California where last week they announced that they're going to ban gas-powered cars, the sale of gas-powered cars by 2030 or 2035. The following week, they had what they called a flex period where everyone had to turn off all of their electrical stuff from four to nine. Everyone in, everyone in certain counties in California. And it's like they did it. And Newsom came on every day and said, guys, we just got to struggle through this. And like he's wearing a sweater vest. Like he's clearly blasting his AC. All of it, is, as moronic as the lockdowns were back two years ago, they just did it again. And they called them flex periods. And other words known as rolling brownouts. Like that's what it used to be called. But now we're just flexing. We just need to prove that we can survive without it. Now, this is happening in Europe. Germany has completely decoupled all of their energy from fossil fuels. Now that the Ukraine is not going to be for sale, they got to beg Russia for oil. That's really the only way that they're going to make it through winter because now it matters. It's one thing in the summer when you're in L.A., just like it was at the beginning of lockdowns. It was spring over there. They didn't care if they couldn't go indoors for restaurants. They eat on the streets. It's nice. We live in a beautiful area. Well, not everyone else in this country does, and people in Pennsylvania people in Germany, if, if we're not under threat, so we're not going to have a scenario where in the immediate future we have any climate crises. I don't, I don't, I hope not. That's going to affect us. But as you're watching over in Europe right now, this is phase two of Russia's war. This is, this is a, like an attrition, a like an, a, what do they call it? A war of attrition? We just wear out the opponent. You just bleed them dry. You give them rubbleized land. Live there. Go ahead. Re, go ahead and re, try and occupy Eastern Ukraine right now. He just, Russia just turned off the energy. And it's like, when you think about it, it's one thing that we're trying to be green when you're driving your job in LA. It is a whole other thing when you're trying to fight a war. Because how do you fight wars? You need energy. Whether it's people energy, you can't put a wind turbine on a tank. Like, there's no way that you, you need to be able to have inf infinite resources wins wars. And right now, Russia has been just playing pretty standard. And he's taking advantage of the fact that for whatever reason, Europe decided... To save the world, they were going to give up on natural fossil energy. And we're making a similar decision in some parts of our country. That's something that it's not on the ballot for us, but the, our senator, John Fetterwoman, is going to be the one that's writing this policy. And I think the last thing that we're going to want to do is elect a member of the squad to the Senate. The Senate is supposed to matter. Being, not being able, he can't do a debate because he, he, he can't speak. He can't understand questions quick enough to be able to answer in real time. So he's saying now he's finally agreed to a debate after getting called out for a month. Where are you at, John? He said he's going to take a debate about a week before the election, which early voting has already started. So if you're a Democrat and you're just willfully blinding yourself, look at him. He got tattoos. He doesn't look like an establishment. He's not a swamp thing. He looks like a poor guy. He can't even wear a suit. Just like Bernie. You know, PA voted Bernie and didn't vote, didn't vote for Hillary. Like that was the state. The state you could argue that a lot of the Trump votes were disenfranchised burners. They decided, you know what, to punish Hillary Clinton and punish the establishment, they were going to go vote Trump. 
And if Fetterman manages to tap that audience and Oz starts looking like a swamp thing, even though he's never spent a day in Washington, that's not good. The Mastriano, I don't know how easy it is just to call someone crazy and people believe it. But when you boots on the ground, when you get to see any man on the streets, every Democrat just goes, well, Mastriano's crazy. And it's like you can soundbite him that he said some crazy things. He said some crazy things. And if you're going to allow Rick Scott down in Florida to write the Senate and the governor's main ticket, that's scary. It, it's, it scares me. Scare, an, an, ex, an ex-liberal. I don't want to go that far. Like, I, Rick's, that's entirely over the top. But the West Virginia the governor, the, the, yeah, I think the West Virginia governor just put a ban on all abortions. That's, Dave Portner said that. There's a number of non-starter issues that you can d- disenfranchise a lot of votes taking that hard line of a stance in PA, in purple states, because that is going to be a one-issue vote. And the Democrats are managing to keep it on the ticket, even though Oz is not talking about it at all. And it's not because it's not the Senate's place. You shouldn't be voting if abortion is your issue. It doesn't have to do with the Senate. It's the governor. It is important what the governor believes on that issue. So if Mastriano's hardline stance carries on to Oz, and Oz is unable to differentiate himself in any way, I don't see a situation where our ticket is split. I think both the Senate and the governor will go for the same party, even though I think a split might be best. If I could, I wanted to do this in Georgia with the Georgia primary the night before. I think this could have stopped January 6th. We should have agreed to split the baby. Have the Republicans run their candidates against each other. The Democrats run against each other. Georgia sends a red and a blue to D.C. Don't pair your entire, a, a red state Senate all blue doesn't make any sense. That to me was worth riding on on Jan 6th. Is after they double lost January 5th. A special election that gave a 50-50 Senate to the Democrats moving into power. Come on. And it's very inaccurate to the voters. Like that's not, the people of Georgia are not two blue senators taking up Republicans are the ones who didn't want to take that split Democrats I think would have been on board if that was an, now you can't do things like that I guess we're talking about the king I don't know if you could do do you think that would be possible for a state to go you have two two races if you agreed that you know we want to have one Republican one Democrat instead of running the both against each other like the Republican versus the Democrat have both Republicans play for one seat both Democrats play for one seat you could change the laws can, can, to allow that to happen. Okay, so it's a state legislator could probably write that in. I would like to do that now. If we could do that in PA, I would gamble with Shapiro and Governor to send laws to the Senate. Would you, well, yeah, I guess, would you take that deal? No, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, we here. You weigh in. I'm the only one trying to project this race here. It's tough because there's no signs on either side. Both candidates are trying to hide. I, I don't, Greg, I think that worked for one very particular race, and I don't know if that, if I, that I, I, post will work ever again. I hope not. We're seeing it. I, I'm saying right now is Fetterman should be getting blown out. The fact that he is close is concerning to me because he is an awful candidate. And Oz isn't a great candidate. But if people— Oz is, uh, Greg, I, I think I told you this back in the spring. Oh, yeah, you did. I did. You did, but I don't, I don't think McCormick, McCormick would have been any better. I think I should have ran for PA Senate over any of those clumsy candidates. You might have had a better chance. I would have got Fetterman in a debate. I would have just been walking outside his house just talking to him. I want to talk, John. We just got to talk. You're going to be a senator. You have to hold the filibuster up. Oh, that's why you want to get rid of the filibusters, because Democrats don't want to debate anymore. The debates are settled. They're right. We're wrong. Over. Isn't 
doesn't isn't Carrie Lake basically doing that out in Arizona? Yeah, she is. She's doing. I I like the Arizona race, and I'm fine with Herschel Walker down in Georgia. Ours is the most concerning one, but we have the weakest candidates too. Yeah, I Carrie Lake, future. Put her on the future radar. If I had a power board ten years from now, she's quick. She keeps it moving. Greg, why don't you have like why don't you have a <clears throat> like on deck DNC versus? I I have a um, GOP roster. Uh, once I get everything set up here, I have a full congressional power board where I have every house, every member of every house, and how long they've held their seats and their district number. And then I update it every two years to keep track of – basically, I want people to realize that we have oligarchies, that in our country, you have kings of districts. And both sides do it, and that's the reason we don't talk about it. But Democrats do it at a proven three-to-one rate to the, compared to the Republicans. Is You have about half of Democratic seats gerrymandered. You have about a fifth of Republican seats gerrymandered, where they have picking their king of San Francisco. They've picking their kings of. Wait, 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 back up. How do you? If you're over, if you're over twenty years, Adam Schiff just became an oligarch. Over the course of the Mueller report, he has now moved into forever leadership in the party. He'll own that seat for as long as he wants it. He gets pension for life. He can trade on the stocks. Whatever businesses fall in that district, he's in charge of. There's a reason Clyburn never went to the Senate. There's a reason. a Steny Hoyer never went to the Senate. And you would think us. Oh, I'd look at the House rats. It's such a lowly position. Like, if you go there with one mission, you complete that mission. If you're good at it, we send you to the Senate or we send you to be a governor. If you suck at it or if you, or if you don't like it, if you don't want to fight, they, like, Republicans do this a lot. They'll be like, they'll come in for an issue. They'll be there for six or eight years. And then they'll just quit. They'll go into private business. Democrats keep that seat for life. And to me, it's like, I'd want to move up. I'd get impatient if I'm Schiff. And I'm sitting there for 20 years being 10th. On your string, like the, the Cali bench is 60 House of Representatives strong. The top 10 have been there for over 30 years. They like the money. I, they, they're not supposed to, on paper, they're not making that much. That's not worth it. You want to do what Hunter did. You, Joe Biden doesn't make any money. All right. We, the we, family. We, we've devolved into Hunter. The, Pelo- so the, the Pelosi children. There's a reason. Like she is, a, she is essentially a queen and she passes her power on to her kids. Her kids run around with impunity. Her husband runs around with immunity. And they do whatever they want. And it's like that's – there are – Republicans are guilty of it too. They just aren't as good at it if you're saying that's a good thing. Right. If you're saying this ability is a good ability, Republicans suck at it. Democrats got it ironed down. And that's why they, you get where the, the ticket makes no sense. You got a party that screamed my body – or mandatory vaccines for a year are now screaming my body my choice. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with that. I don't even know how to communicate with people when they tell me that's their stance. It's so confusing to me. Can we, is there anything we can wrap up with? Oh, you know what I want to wrap. You can probably predict what I want to wrap up with. I, I actually can't. T- guess it. I, I, I don't have an ability to guess right now. A rundown. Stelter. We never announced that Stelter got fired. He got canned. Good oh. thing we didn't announce it because I was going to run laps around him. He got a promotion. He's teaching at Harvard. He got his big wig now. Now they're calling him a master of media and he's instructing the youth. The next Teaching 10 people, you, the next than... 10 anchors you see on CNN are going to be educated by that man. Media Matters is now what it always was, Har- a lecture. Harvard, uh, being a Harvard professor is better than being on For, CNN? Oh my God, CNN's an abomination. Well, the, yeah. the place is dying. Even stuff, no one wanted in. They're going to try and rebrand as real news. This Martha's Vineyard thing is a real trip for them. But in the it's eyes real, of the Democrats. Anyone want to tune into the new CNN, this is the time to do it. Are you, I'm asking, like, were you serious about it being a promotion? Yes, I'm dead serious. In the eyes of Democrats, that's Teaching a at Harvard is a lifetime. Like, you get all the prestige. It you get pays to wear, as much? It pays whatever you want. 
Harvard. Teaching at Harvard? They, I mean, really? if you, you charge that much to the students, you don't think the teachers are making a lot? I have no idea. I would, I would hope we pay Harvard educators better than Sunday morning talk show hosts. But maybe we don't. I'm pre- I would assume that they wouldn't make it. I am pre- Harvard professors. Like, cause you, like, basically, he can still call into CNN now. Like, they can just give it. Now he's just going to be a guy they call in. I, yeah, but they're definitely. Okay, first of all, they're definitely not paying him as much. We know that definitively. <laughs> it's like two hundred some thousand a year. Yeah, there's no way. Uh, his stupid reliable sources show he was making more money. But you think he was making a mill off that? You can't look at that man's age worth a million dollars. He'd have to have so much dirt on you. And if that's the case, and he, I bet he's probably, he's making money under the table. If this was all just Brian Selter as dirt on the party, yeah, we're never going to find like out Anderson how much Cooper makes. Anderson Cooper makes twelve million. I'm saying, I, I, if I had to present myself to another person, I would rather say, "Hi, I'm Greg Troutman, a professor at Harvard," than "Hi, I'm a CNN anchor." I would say, I don't know who makes more money because you can use your spot. Sean Hannity's being paid forty million. Well, Republicans, they have heavy hitter. Like their whole thing is TV personalities. That's the majority of Republicans. That's their Hollywood. Looking for Brian Stelter. Brian said, like, all bro- the CNN people, they want to be in the movies. Now, hold on. Did we... CNN's an upgrade from Congress. Did we set up the email Hollywood's an upgrade from that from last time? Did that ever get settled? Uh, we ha- I didn't bring the... What, what it actually is. We haven't made. I just don't... Ha- I don't remember what... We put it down. You don't remember what the email address No, is. I don't remember what the actual email was. I haven't actively used it yet. Used it yet. That's right. I'm, I got to figure out, I'm transitioning away from, I, I can get all my cable on the laptop and then I can clip stuff on my laptop. I just have to figure out how to do it. Delta was making a million dollars a year, by the way. And he still is. CNN still has to pay him for three more or two more years. So I'd say that's definitely an upgrade. <laughs> he doesn't have to do his Even though job they fired he's him. So he's so bad for the ratings. <laughs> Sorry, I was just side. No, I'm telling you. Brian Stelter moving on up in the world. God, he got a gig teaching. <laughs> Can you imagine? You're paying, all the parents paying $50,000 a semester. And you get a class with Dr. Stelter. As you know, he's going to call himself a doctor. Doctor of the news. Why not? Why not? No. Just take a couple classes. That's what Jill Biden did. She took one class every year for like 20 years and calls herself a doctor now. What was her doctorate in? Education. That's why the teachers union are running this country. It's Hunter Biden. And Dr. Okay. Jelly Bean. <laughs> Dr. Jelly Beans and Hunt Hunt. So wait, Greg, leading the way. Greg, where's your doctorate? Oh, we did, a, I think, a YouTube video where I declared one of the things with the show is, is if we are figuring out where to take donations, we are going to hand out doctorates. We are just going to make people doctors. They can call themselves doctors. We've approved them. We're, we're providing an education. Each week we do an hour course. Tune in. You get, you get to be a doctor. Was, what was today's course? A doctor in history. History of the queen. We got to learn about the crown. We got to learn about what we didn't you know about know. the crown and what, how we, the crown affects us here. I thought we learned we didn't know anything Yeah, about you didn't crown. even know the and we, of- and we shouldn't. And that is what we should not. All we should know is the symbolism behind it, the actual That's facts be learned. damned. You yeah. shouldn't know about the crown. No. We no. shouldn't even know she died. You need to know what's going on because they're making a lot of hubbub about it. But it is odd. Other than that, I was watching that thinking like, these people are like honeybees. Prince Andrew's like, Paul. Why are they all me. in line to go see this lady's casket who they never met? <laughs> it, but it's not about her. It's about, it's about the line. And that, the line, when, early in the morning, I think I have a clip where they're saying it is really long. We just can't get a picture of it. They were trying to say it was like a 30-hour wait. And then they showed a picture of it and it just looked like a standard line. They didn't look like anything impressive at all. And all day they kept hammering. This, the line has been going on for two days. What's his name? Um, Beckham. The soccer player. David Beckham. He waited in line for 15 hours at 4 o'clock in the morning just to see the queen. I'm, I don't, the way they're reporting, I wasn't buying it. Actually, I think there might have been a very small... It was raining. 
And I don't think, I mean, at some point, it, she'll, she'll still be 24 hour. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think anyone's doing that. Absolutely. They're doing it. Who? What? That's not healthy. You can't, her biggest fan base is senior citizens. They can't be standing out in the rain for 24 hours. She, she'll be dead next week. You can go anytime. Like, it's, it's not. You can't go. What do you mean go anytime? You can go check out the queen anytime. I'm sure they're going to put her out in like a royal. It's going to be like a famous place. Greg, as as unfortunately, I had to have an experience with a long wait um, for a viewing this year. Ooh. And How long? Three hours. Three hours. I can say that for the queen. I say eight hours for the queen. Like 24 for anybody. I cannot think of but one person on this planet that's a 24-hour line. Do you know how long? You get a lot of people in per minute in a line. What was Michael it's, Jackson's line? That one was probably pretty long. I, the three hours, that I, I get very edgy at about three hours. That would be when it's like, okay, can you smoke in this line? <laughs> what do you think? It's outdoors? No. <laughs> it, was not, it wasn't outdoors or you couldn't smoke? It was not outdoors and you could not smoke. Where do you fit a three-hour indoor line? Poorly in a funeral home. No one's standing outside. Oh, the line starts outside. Okay. How long once you're in, do you got to wait? You're in for most of the time. I was in for, I was, I was outside for maybe 20, 30 minutes of a three hour plus wait. It might have been 3.30. I'm trying to think, would, would you guys be offended if I figured out some way to cheat out of a three hour line for you guys? If I was dead or if I like, I, like yeah, dead, I knew dead. dead. That's, you got to figure the person that you're trying to no, I mean, that's, that's visit the point. is dead. Like, it's the, it's the always. Point. I guess I know. I'm, I'm anti-funeral, by the way. Don't like them. Don't like them hey, at all. Greg, it's not about you. I know. I know it's not about me. I don't like any of it. It's about death. I don't like. I don't. No, it's, it's, it's a very Greg, negative environment. Greg, it's about supporting the people who were closest to the person who's died. I, right. And so you don't go to a, you don't go to a I, funeral because like, hey man, it's gonna be a ba- no, it's gonna be a banger. No, I I yeah. I hate being the person like who that you're supposed to be being comforted. I hate that too. I'm not saying I don't, I, I don't like going to other people's funerals. I don't like when I'm like you're there for a it's, grandparent it's or an the, uncle or an aunt, where it's like everyone has to just come make awkward talk to you. Like I it just hate it. it helps hate it. it helps people to know the, all the loved ones around them in that time. So just you showing up, saying hi, laughing with them. Like I never like go to a funeral like in a bad mood to talk to those people. I feel like, I'm not, like people I, I don't go. I, I don't go in with a bad mood. I leave with a bad mood. They're just depressing. Greg, it's a viewing. Yeah, or this, a funeral. I I don't know why. I don't see a point of going to have a group depression. I don't think it's. I I, I don't think I am helping the loved one. I think it would be. Would I'd you be rather more, people? I'd just, be of more value. What, what is better to what the is, loved hold ones hold on, hold on, hold on. when hold all on. the dust settles, going and talking to them when there's not a hundred people around and when they're lonely. Is it better not to when do? There's a, you want to see a hundred other people other than me. I, I I'm, I'm just here to. I'm not. I, I don't. I don't ever feel my presence is adding. Any is it better to have the people come in person and do the funeral or have everyone just put their condolences on Facebook and Twitter? Because that's the alternative. Really. No, I'd like in person. No, I'd rather one like within a week, a month, when the dust. Yeah, is how settled. are you going to go see that? Who has the Assuming, time to see that many friends? Like you have people that you've how met. Many, like how many funerals do you? I mean, I only have like usually one dude, funeral to go are to like a year. Packed. I know what I'm saying. How many funerals do you go to a year? Like, it wouldn't be difficult for you to go touch base with the family members that are actually grieving that you want to support. After all the hubbub, if I was after the, all if, that, if big, it was my family member that died and everyone wants to come visit me, I don't have the time to see everyone. That's exactly. what I'm so, so what you're saying? But I, I have. I, like, I guess I can what do I'm a funeral is, where I get to see everyone. And we all get to grieve together. I I find no value being the person who to lose an immediate loved one. I would not find any value in the comfort that is the death party. 
Like, I don't like it. It doesn't make me feel better. It would mean more to can me I, that when, I... when all the celebration's over, that when I'm missing the person that I loved, that to talk to you then. Right. I would rather you reach out at that point than worry about just showing up to everyone to go, oh, look at me. I'm, I... I'm here to comfort you. I'm bringing... Wait, 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 hold on. Can I give you a scenario? Remember, I don't like parades either. These whole things, is, they all look at me. Okay. People, people go to the funeral to be seen. Okay, so let me tell you something. Not to actually provide comfort. No. So I had to go, I went to a viewing this year for a coworker, younger, like our age, okay. who had passed uh, sort of suddenly. And a lot of us at, at work had decided like, hey, we need to go. And the family was like overjoyed to know that this person was well regarded at their okay. place of employment. Like the fact that we all showed up made them feel so much better about the person who they loved who had like this part of their life they hadn't seen. Mm. So just yeah, being for just okay. just to be seen and just to say, hey, like I knew none of like other I knew the coworkers. I knew all my coworkers okay. who went, but I knew none of his family and we talked to their family and they were just like we're so glad you guys are here. And I guess now that I think about that, I don't. I guess I haven't had one of those type of funerals in a while, where it wasn't unexpected. The person wasn't. The death was unexpected, and that that's or just I guess somebody that, you don't that is that you don't know their family. That, like you just sort of know the person. I was just just thinking of, from my perspective. I was thinking of, I would not receive any comfort if to find out my dad's coworkers to come see him. That wouldn't that would be annoying to me. Those are people I actually don't. I'm never gonna. I don't. I, that when I, I I would not feel that emotion, but I could get how other people would. I can get how like if, if your friend we had kids our age overdose. What if it was your and mom? I didn't have well, your your mom's. Co-workers. I still go to the funerals. Like I'm not saying I'm. I, I just for me, I don't want one. But you wouldn't feel comfortable. I don't want like anything, your mom's no. coworkers coming in. No, how much she they hates like her coworkers. No way. <laughs> she hates all of them. I know what she would she say is all they're all talking behind my back and they're just showing up so they can tell the other one, look at me, I was there. Look at how much I care. Yeah. That's what she would say. Definitely. My dad wants bagpipes and a big funeral. That's like the division between my parents. He wants it's a like, big funeral? Yeah, one of them, yeah. the funeral is everything. He loves giving the speech. Like when his parents passed away, he like, uh, he, he relished it. Like, I don't know, relish. Like, it's a tough word to describe it. There are some people that go to weddings, that go to funerals and get happier. There are other people that do not, that hate the whole process. I, mean, I, I hate I seeing am, the body. I am of that variety. I hate that part. I oh, sometimes skip over looking at I don't like seeing body. people cry. I don't like watching. I, I, yeah, I don't like that. All either. of it is just, and it's like, I'll go because I realize if, if if one of you two were to pass away now, I would go wait in a three-hour line so that your parents would understand that your co-host very values your life. I did not but, think along those lines. I just figured your parents would be more shell-shocked that you're dead, that knowing that you had friends. Well, yeah, yeah. I like hearing the stories that I can see people that. tell about I can, the loved ones. I can too, see that. So. I, yeah, I can yeah, see. It's like, oh, did you know that Uncle Gary was secretly a night fisherman? And you're like, no, I didn't. Know and that. those yeah. those like, usually like, happen after the funeral proceedings. Those are usually at the banquet hall at the lodge where you talk you to like intimate loved ones. You gotta go to the. You have to be at the whole thing. Yeah, it's like the people at a wedding who don't show. They're like, ah, I'm not gonna show up for the part where you actually get married. I'm just here for the food and the booze and the dancing. I I, I don't I don't quite get it. I've done that before. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't, because I, that's when you're interacting with people. Like that, that is when, if you are bringing any value to the wedding, it is during that sequence. No, it's not. What's There's the, immense value in having people at the wedding. I guess you're talking about somebody who wants to elope. So I'm, I mean, I'm philosophically, why? The bigger the wedding, the more headaches. 
I thought your size was you're appropriate. Joining, you're joining like, two I, lives. I, 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 thought, I thought you had a, like a nice size. How many people did? About 150? 120. 120. Roughly. I'd say that, that's a fine size. I think that's, that's around where I was. Yeah. Yeah, but you just, you want... That's around where my brother was, yeah. You want the people around you... Alec had no one. It was just five people. What? Alec's wedding was just five of us. Grandparents. But see, it's like, you want, like, you're making this commitment... Like I made a commitment to Caroline, like two weeks ago, to say. Oh like, yeah, do, do we announce that? What? Yeah, congratulations! I don't know if we announced in any of the shows that you were getting married over the course of our break. <laughs> I was like last weekend, we, you were a pretty big weekend. You've been in Vegas. We didn't get to talk about Vegas. Yes. Okay. Okay. But continue with that. So explain to me why. Yeah. So the, so you people go, at the wedding. Yeah, because I want like you need witnesses to legally. You need two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you want witnesses there to say, like, here's all the people who care about Caroline. Here's all the people who care about me. We're joining our lives together. Like, we want people to be there to see the fact that we've made that commitment. And these are the people who are going to help and aid us as we move forward in our marriage. Because that's just, like, too many people think of, like, the wedding day as the finish line. It is the starting pistol. Well, yeah. I would never say wedding this is the finish line. No. But what's the finish the line of dating? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the beginning of everything else. Well, right. But there's I, I know way too many people who go like, oh, wedding's done. Work's over. Okay. No. Like, no, no, no. The work's getting started. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the work's getting started. Yeah. I'm only two weeks in and I figured that I, shit out. I, I, I think the longer you date someone, the more likely you are to think that the... Um, well, marriage I, is the I, ending point. I could I could do a long I could do a long rant about how like long I I just I didn't understand long term. I, I don't quite get it either. Like to be dating for how long? How long did you and Courtney date for? I don't know how long we dated for, but it was like I was, I'd say over three years. Oh, longer than three yeah. years. Yeah, which I would say that, that that's a long time. Yeah. I guess Bert, Bert. I think I think was under a year. Almost how long from your we, first date? We went out May of 2021, and then I proposed March and got married in September. All in a couple year time frame. Yeah, so like a year and a half. See, I I was always just worried like like my parents, my dad's been divorced twice, so like I was always just worried of like not knowing the person I marry that well, and then but still like even once you get married, there's still news. Like it's a whole like I was trying to tell my brother that because he just got engaged, and. I'm like it's a, you have to be prepared because it's like it is a whole the just being engaged is a different relationship. Yeah, like it becomes completely different, and then when you're married, it's like a whole. It's this um, is like entirely different than what the dating process was. You and Courtney. then having a kid. Well, and, <laughs> that, and, and to that to that point, Craig, that's why like there are people like, oh, don't you want to date longer? And I'm like, I don't know how much more I'm going to see in dating. Yeah, that's the thing. People people stay reserved. Like you okay. get more comfortable as the stages. Like as a as a milestone happens. Like you're the way you just open up more. Like I would say, like me and Courtney pretty well know each other now, like a lot more no, than we I, did. When I was, we you, you guys lived together for a while before you yeah, married. Yeah, but still, so you, like it was, you know, was. But I also worked out of town, so I guess that might have had a little impact on that. I'm trying though to put a button on the wedding conversation because like, I still don't quite understand. I would rather elope and have your. Your main, your the, the main friends, the people that you are going to see and are going to see each other now that you're married a lot more frequently. Those are the ones that need to be there. I kind of the agree extent, with that. That's why we try to do it and, on a cruise. In the extended family, because remember, I come from a warring family. 
where the more of the family that comes, it's not that there's going to be more bonding points between the families. There's just more chances for things to go awry. So it's like there would be no value if these people are only going to see each other once a year max for our kids' birthdays. There's really no other instance that they're all going to have to interact in that kind of environment. It's nice. I thought that like that that's a nice thing, but I don't know as far as the importance to the the, the how long the marriage will last. No, it's it's not. To me, it's, it's, it seems all very symbolic. Yeah, but. I guess you heard my rant about the queen, the queen and my thought about symbols. I don't know. I just, I thought that in the symbolism of, hey, like, we're joining our lives together. Here are the people close to us. Like, there's not going to be, I don't think there's a single person at that, that was at the wedding that we didn't, like, interact with on a, on a pretty regular basis. Like, we did not invite a ton of people who are not... I, no, Did that cause any issues no, for you? Because no. we have people upset with us because we didn't invite certain people. But it was like, oh, I could she do. never met the person. Like, I knew who they were, but she, the whole time we were dating, we dated a long, like, I, was, I think it was like six years or maybe longer before we got married. And, like, if she didn't meet them by that point, like, were they really a part of our lives? <laughs> that's well, how we looked at it. Well, that's the way. We, yeah, I mean, I, I could do a long rant about the frustrations I had in that process because mm-hmm. we definitely had... We definitely had moments where like people who were like, "Oh yeah, I'm definitely coming," right? And I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, like we have a we have a max cap that we want to try to stay under, which was like 150, and I don't feel really uncomfortable sending out like a million extra invitations for yeah. seats that don't exist." I like the airplanes, right? And so then it was like, once I get nose back, like yeah, you're on the lit, like yeah, you're like you can, but it was like weird to hear somebody like, "Hey, am I coming?" I'm like. And then here later, like, oh, we got it. Like, I got so so and so got really upset. They weren't on the A list. It was like, oh, you see, there's another. See, that's like, well, these are these are all reasons I, I'm hearing to your lope. I'm not. I'm I'm hearing it from all these. It's like it's nice. But hold on, I will say this, Greg. I learned more about the way, like, weird. When you get married, weird shit happens, and it, whether you elope or not, that weird shit's going to happen, just because it's it just becomes stressful for people. And usually it gets stressful the closer you are to the nut, right? Like the closer you are to the married couple, the more likely the people are to go cur- like just go bonkers for like a weird week, right? Like I, yeah. or or like a weird month. Like that's and, and so like eloping doesn't change that piece. No, so I wouldn't be worried about that piece. No, but that that's the like the part of the wedding process that gets really really kind of crazy is like. All of these random people who show up who have all these weird opinions about things that you're like, why Why do you care? Like, we'll give a perfect example. So, we wanted to have at 9.30 in the night. We're like, hey, did you, did you, oh, no, you left right before this point. Uh, yeah, I think I left like quarter after nine. So, we wanted to have pretzels and cheese come out. Where do you get pretzels from? The, just the venue's like, yeah, we can make pretzels happen. So, I was like, yeah, fucking bring pretzels. Sure. We had people like... Well, who's going to eat a pretzel? I'm like, what are you talking about? They have all these people drinking and dancing and burning carbs. Like, people... Yeah, actually, that'd be a good time to bring out the pretzels. Yeah, it's a great time to bring out. <laughs> that's a, that was our whole thought. And that's like the lady who ran the venue was like, hey, this is like a cool thing. People like, dude, do you want to do it? And we're like, yeah, absolutely. So we had random people in our family like, oh, my God, like, why would you, why would you want to do pretzels? It's all this extra money. Then, of course, they're there. They've been drinking and dancing and whatever else. They're like, you know what was great? The pretzels. <laughs> it's recent. It's the most recent. Yeah. And it was like, I, I know, I, I, I know, 
I know. That's why we made the decision. Were, were they yeah. just like your standard pretzels? Like, trying like you heat them up like microwave style? I don't know how they were. They're like. They're probably toaster oven. Like the ones you see at lunch. Like a school pretzel? Kind of, yeah. I mean, they were good. Yeah. But it was it was like it was just like one of these weird things where it was like all these random people with their opinions with just opinions and then just and and here's the other thing if you elope you're still gonna go through that process because then people are gonna have opinions about the fact that you eloped yeah so really the only thing that you're the only thing that you're trading seriously the only thing you're trading in the elope situation is you're basically trading like the registry piece you've pitched. That's the only thing that you've basically decided you're not participating in. And the in. organizing. The financial the aspect, organizing. too. Like how, how, how much time do you guys think? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> how much time? But do then you're also not recouping, like, like if you're having a like family, like if you can have a situation where family help pay for the wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where everyone gets a vacation with the wedding. you can make out financially if, but now if you're paying for your own wedding. Yeah, I had to pay for my own. So. Well, yeah, that's. <laughs> getting, yeah. getting. I want to get married on a beach and have everybody, the close people travel and have it be a vacation. So it's not like you're so just. How many people? Um, both sides. So just. Get, 10 max. 10 people max. Max. Let's go, but wait, wait. Let's go. Let's go. Twenty-five total. See, the nice let's, thing let's is we nice, were trying to a nice cruise. Twenty-five total. We were trying to cruise, so we just invited everyone because we just figured if you cared enough, you're going to come cruise. Exactly. Otherwise, you're yeah. probably just going to say that's kind of a trip for us, and then that cuts that puts the decision on them instead of us. And, and plus, we like to cruise. Well, but of course, I, COVID happened. And, and I guess what, and this is where I didn't think about because, like I said, my, I have a warring family. Um, how often will like your parents? Do you think your parents will interact with? Caroline's parents. I think they're definitely going to interact when kids show up. You don't if, when you're in different zones, it's kind of difficult to get everyone, all three different units moved into one house from different states. Like what? what at least for me, growing up, it was always you go and visit one grandparent or you go and visit the other. They everyone comes on birthdays. You have birthdays at the house. Both families come. That's the only time in the year when both sides of my my families would interact. There would be no other time that they have, like, they hang out or they text or swap stories so, or anything like so that. So my family has a lot, like, we have a lot of, like, random events that occur during the year. And so, like... You, you, see, you have a much more cohesive family, I'd say, than mine. <laughs> so it's like, oh, hey, people from Virginia, like, come up for the summer solstice thing that we do every year. Like, come up for... Like, I know... No, you, you, guys, you guys do. You have, like, quarterly parties. Like, quarterly seasonal parties. Yeah. I mean, we just, we get together and then we invite, you know, everybody. I guess I I don't think of Bert as more of the party mode guy, but Bert Bert likes his big parties. But you think like the... I would think of myself as more partier, but I like the smaller, I like to keep it... But you think... Everyone knows everyone well. But what were you asking about his, about Caroline talking to his parents? No, but how, how often would your families, like, I guess for you, how often does your family's parents talk to Courtney's parents? Mom. Or grandparents. Uh, not very often. The parents, why would they need to communicate? Because Bert was trying to say there's a value in getting everybody that you have to have everyone valid, that's going to be a part of your life in one. Right? Like you're validating like this commitment you're making yeah. oh. in front of both of your, like everyone that's, yeah, you're you know. validating the commitment because, and, and even just to make the people yeah. in your life feel better about the people you're adding to your life. Right. So like I can't. It's not about anything. making them all be friends. No. <laughs> I, no, no, that's what, that's what I was interpreting. No, I was like, no, no, no. I, I don't, I don't know. Like, like the dads get along in in our situation. Yeah. So like my dad and her dad get along really, really, really well. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, and so 
they're now wait if like if now if like I say like, hey Bert, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm going down to Tim's, and we're gonna hang out with him and his friends who were all there at the wedding. Then my dad now is like, oh okay, I know Tim, okay. I know like what his style is. Okay, you know I know I met Gene, like I met all these people. Like I I know who all these people are, so it's not, you know. I I, I get for you why a big I still not change my what I. Well, Greg, yeah, and, I, but then Greg, again, wait, wait. I let my wife steer. I want not I whatever I want. If I'm gonna have a hand in it, I want eloping because it's gonna require the least amount of work. I just the, the amount of time spending picking things like venue, all. The, I mean, I've watched now a lot of people go through picking their weddings. It is very very cumbersome pro- process. It's a lot of work for one day, but also your wife's gonna determine all of that. that. That's the kind of thing. I'm not. This isn't a line in the sand kind of thing. This is I, I can be persuaded. I can, in the future, I can be persuaded yeah, on the subject. Be, yeah, you'll be persuaded because it's like, does Greg get married or not? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've also never been... Yeah, that's true too. I won't... Yeah. I've never been... All the weddings I always go to are fall weddings. I've never been to an yeah, earlier Which is it's starting to irritate me that... And I'm generally... I don't it's like... always f- on Saturdays during yeah, football Yeah, football games. season. It's always... Yeah. I got it. It's very odd. I'm so mad missing that game. Call, I'm, I don't mind missing college. I mean, I was happy to be at Weave's wedding, but why didn't he choose a better day? No, He's a Penn State fan. Why would he choose a Penn State it's, game? It's always a part of the wedding when a, when a Penn State or Pitt game is on, and it's like there will be a group oh, that is I've, going around at one person's phone, or they'll find some place yeah, to watch I, the game. I have a party, phone so, sitting there yeah. at my t- Anytime somebody makes me it's, go to a wedding. It's, it's kind of a nice a, bonding point. A game. It's almost like, okay, there's a... Well, it was cool because they actually... I don't know if they did it on purpose, but they sat me next to another dude who's a big Penn State fan who I ended up just like giving my tickets because I'm going to be in Cancun in, yeah. like next week. So I ended up just giving him my tickets good, to go to the good game. Update there too, yeah. Cancun, Vegas. But, we didn't uh, get to talk about Vegas. Yeah, it was wait, it was kind of cool to meet him, meet more people. Right. Huh? You know. We have a live update from uh, from Alec. Oh, uh, what time is it? You're late to work. What you're, time? You're you're massively late for work. I'm sweating bullshit. And he goes, "Oh, he, I'm not late to work. What time do you start? I usually, it's nine fifteen. I start at nine. You start at nine. It's nine fifteen. It's an eight minute drive. It's an eight minute drive." <laughs> Alec, is Greg gonna be on time for work today? We just had an eight top walk in. Ha! I'm just gonna type back. I'm on. No. T- say I'm on my way. <laughs> say I'm on my way. He texted, texted it when you're late. Are you nine or nine thirty? I wasn't sure about that. I say nine thirty to expect me, but technically nine is what I had originally agreed to. We just don't right, get anybody you, there. But you show up at nine thirty and then you have a cigarette. I'm, I'm supposed to no no, no 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 no. What time you get in the door? No, by? the time that I want to that normally I am working from is nine thirty to one thirty. Okay. I'm supposed to be nine to one. The reason half an hour I backed half an hour up is because I oh, oh Alex started doing this thing where he started going to the store to get inventory in the middle of the day and he wouldn't come back till like one thirty two to try and stretch me there longer. So I had to draw either I'm coming in later, I'm coming in earlier. But four hours is the time I work for. It's a four-hour shift. We have a are green sun. Is. Fu- are you guys going to be fighting today? Maybe, no. Maybe no. me and Courtney need to go get breakfast. Come, You guys time. follow me down. <laughs> you guys follow, follow me down. Come I, with I the husband. Might, Let's just bring I, a team. I might, I might follow you down there. Just, uh, I doubt Courtney's just, gonna, just, Courtney see. had well, no, I, I want you to so – I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll text you. If there's, when you said if there's an eight-top and there's three or four other tables, then he needs my help. But if there's just an eight-top, that's – Let's go. We're head on our way here. I don't. I think I touched everything. We got derailed at the end. That was some interesting talk. I was. I'm curious to see the audience's stances on the weddings. Big wedding versus eloping. I'm curious it, to see how mad Alex gonna be at you. No, <laughs> I, I really, I really wouldn't be worried about that. I really wouldn't be because it's right now the one, one o'clock on Sundays. This is interfering with my bet time. Like this is. I work the whole lead up to the games. Like I get all my bets in tonight. Greg, why don't you put your bets in at the beginning of the week before the lines move? 
Well, because I don't, when the lines move, I change my bets depending on that, seeing where all the money goes. I make my initial prediction, but unless there's a line I really, really, really want to hold, which is very rarely, very rarely do I see something I think will change by Sunday that I have to grab now. I'm more, I would rather wait for more information and make my bet as close to game time. How so much information about, like, comes out during the week to change what you think the result's going to be? Uh, injuries. A lot of times you're going at the beginning of the week, you don't know whether someone's going to play can you, or not. Yeah. Can you not pull a bet? I never used to bet. I always would bet Saturday you, you, morning. You can. You can. Or, you or can you, pull a bet? Or you can bet against. That's always tricky. Have you ever tried to cancel out a bet with another bet? Get on both sides of the line? And then you just, what, end up paying? You have to pay the fee. You try to split it? Yep, so if you get the two points in between, you get a double bet. And if you lose, you just lose your 10%. Yeah. that's We're going to have a show talking gambling strategies, talking to different apps. With schedules, like I said, Burtzman in Vegas, Craig's going to Cancun. Maybe next week we'll try and get um, a football prediction episode up and running. I had a good week one, 12 and 4 over unders. 8 and 8 on picking the games. And we got to get set on a schedule for recording. Yes, like this steady, was interesting. This steady scheduled where se- Alec seven o'clock. Like say didn't know about it. No, no, that was one of those. We we need to get this episode in before you live for. I have another week. I get, I gotta get my finger, put put in the door. Yeah, we gotta do that. And but you're late robot. Work, so you're I, yeah, I, I don't want. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> I have, we don't. Have, I don't have a close. I don't have a send off. I don't have a way to wrap up the the episode. Just say like thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. But you you got that, Bert.